Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Having some special guests with him, and I'm going to let him tell you a little bit more about 
what his whole study is on water, which is a real thing that we all need to be aware of. And I know that we're going to be expecting some very amazing calls from some people that he's doing some research with. The chat room is open, and I want to let everyone know that um, if they would like to call in, the number is 347-677-1036. And the show will be available on iTunes afterwards and also as a podcast afterwards on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, and also on iTunes afterwards as a permanent um, collection. So let me bring Ivan on real quick. Ivan, are you there? Hello. There you are. I am here. So, Ivan, I didn't want to say your last name incorrectly. It's Estevez, correct? Yeah, there's um, there's debates on that. There's people who say it's Estevez, and but I personally say Estevez. It's just it's just easier and it rolls Estevez. off the tongue. So yeah. I say Estevez. Okay, and I yeah. we do have another caller from five one two. Are you expecting anyone from five one two to be calling in? Yeah, five one two would be uh, Dallas or Austin. So yeah, oh, those okay. are people involved in let this. Let me bring let me bring them on, and then we can get into the show a little bit about your website and stuff. Hi, five one two, you're on the air. Who's this? Hi, this is Ray <coughs> Ray Nadler Olnick from <coughs> excuse me from Four Eyed Free Austin, and I was wondering, you know, if I'm tying up your phone, you're taking calls and you're broadcasting simultaneously. I have forgotten the live. A web link to listen to this by. Oh, well, you know what the I could streaming. do for you if, or if can you I stay like. here? Or? Oh, awesome! Well, if you would like, I could mute you and you could listen to the show right now on your phone or your however you're calling me. Oh, okay. Or, I'm on my phone now. The question okay. is, when will I be able to comment while I'm listening? Oh, you, know? you um can go into the chat room. As I was saying, there's a chat room that is available. Oh. You do need to create. I don't a know how to do that. Account. But I don't if you know would how to like to make any comments, what I'll do is I'll bring you in for questions and answers a little bit later. How's that? I'll meet okay, you real quick that's and we'll fine. get into your show. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Hold fine. on. Thank you oh. so much for calling in. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. Oh, yeah. There you are, Ivan. See, you've already got your hey. fan club calling you. See that? Hey. And we, op- we opened up with one of my favorite songs that I think will explain exactly a little bit about what Ivan is doing and trying to educate people on, which is about the fluoride in our water, which is a big no-no. So, um, Ivan, why don't you start off by giving out your website, and for everyone in the chat room, I'm going to go ahead and type that in as well. And then um, what we'd like to do is invite anyone, if they have any questions or would like to call in, we are expecting some calls from a few people in the research area. So, Ivan... um, Tell everyone a little bit about your website and a little bit about how fluoride is affecting our health and our wellness and the water and you know it's in the water we're drinking, we're cooking with, or we're showering with, all that stuff. Sure. Absolutely. And the song you picked was very appropriate. Um Nature's Way of Saying Something's Wrong. Yeah, I like that. Um yeah, the website that we created, it's more or less a resource for people to be educated on and to and to get certain things that they can use natural products to uh, protect themselves from some of the things out there in our environment. Uh, the website is fluorideprotection.org. Now, the main thing is just that people understand how to spell fluoride when they're typing it in so it pops up. It's F-L-U-O-R-I-D-E. That's F-L-U-O-R-I-D-E, protection.org. 
So what that is, um, there's a, a slideshow, a presentation at the beginning that kind of gives the, uh, the story, if you will, of the history of how this chemical uh, got into our water supply and why it's there, uh, what the real reason why it's there. So um, basically, just to give a little bit of history on fluoride, if, if people out there who don't know uh, where this stuff came from, back about 70 years ago, um, aluminum companies and fertilizing companies, uh, fertilizing manufacturer companies, excuse me, um, that uh, manufacture and produce fertilizer and aluminum um, were having pollution uh, problems with emitting what is called fluorine gases uh, from their plants. Um, the aluminum plants were typically along big rivers, like um, uh, big rivers up in Oregon and Washington and other, other rivers across the country. Um, but fertilizer plants were typically in central Florida, and they're still there today. And um, they, part of the process of mining phosphates to create fertilizer and part of the process of mining the uh, uh, things that we need to create aluminum, part of that process gives off a toxic hazardous byproduct called uh, hydrofluorosilicic acid or sodium fluoride, and there's other names for it and other uh, versions of it. But basically, it's all kind of the same thing. It's a toxic byproduct waste of these industries. Now, what was happening back then is that these uh, aluminum plants and these fertilizer plants were located near cattle ranches, communities, um, places where there was agriculture, crops being grown. And what was happening is they used to emit these excess fluoride or fluorine gases out into the environment through the smokestacks. And that uh, vapor would go out uh, from, say, 20 square mile radius around the plant, and it would pretty much cripple the cattle. Uh, they couldn't uh, walk properly. You can see pictures and videos of this that would cripple the cattle. The cattle were dying off with diseases, horses dying off and getting sick and diseases in their bones. The people in the area were getting problems with their lungs, um, problems breathing, um, thyroid problems, all kinds of degenerative problems and aging very fastly where these gases were being emitted. So it was, it was also affecting um, the ground to grow crops. Uh, crops were not uh, coming out properly. So basically something had to be done to change the situation so that these companies would not be sued. Okay, so we have a lawsuit possibility in the wing, so we have to do something about that so we don't get sued and we continue to make our profits. So basically, studies were funded by these organizations. The very organizations trying to discard the toxic waste funded their own studies, uh, one of them through the Mellon Institute. You can look up the Mellon Institute and find out that was the institute that was funded by Alcoa, the aluminum company of America, to actually determine how they could harness this byproduct, instead of pushing it out into the environment, what it could be done and possibly where could it be uh, disposed of instead of landfills and throwing it into the ocean and so forth, which would kill everything and cost mm -hmm. much money to, to neutralize it. So uh, basically they did many studies. One of the studies found out that it could actually harden bones and make bones more hard, and, um, but it actually makes them more brittle too. So based on that theory, um, a formula, you know, basically they started telling people and using doctors on television to say that if we put this stuff in our public water supplies, it'll actually strengthen our bones and strengthen preventing from getting cavities. So uh, a gentleman by the name of, uh, uh, excuse me, I'm forgetting his name right now, but uh, he, he was the nephew of Sigmund Freud. 
and he was hired as the PR person to fund, to basically create a campaign through the television to educate the United States people that adding this chemical into the water system would be a good thing to do. So they got the most respected people in the country back then who were doctors and dentists, and they got them on television and basically paid them to say, you know, hey, this is good for us, this is good for your children, it's going to make them more resistant to cavities and so on. So back then people really trusted the media a lot more than they do today. So whatever the doctor said was pretty much gold. I mean, he's this guy who spent eight years in college, he's got a degree and blah, 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 he knows his stuff. So people believed the story, and therefore we have a, an issue right now where people for decades have been taught to believe that this is good for our teeth and good for our health when nothing more is further from the truth. It's the exact opposite. Um, so we have big industry needing a place to discard their toxic waste. So that waste is now trucked in through hazardous waste trucks, and uh, it's basically taken to the uh, city municipalities around the country and dumped into the water supply at a rate of 0.7 parts per million. It used to be 1.5 parts per million, but too much dental fluorosis uh, in the recent years, uh, which is a disease of the teeth from too much fluoride consumption, uh, caused the Environmental Protection Agency to lower the standard to 0.7 so that it wasn't too apparent of what was actually happening to the people. So that's just a little history of where this stuff is coming from and why it's in the water. It's in the water because people are looking, the people of big businesses need to displace it because uh, it's very costly to neutralize it and and do away with it in a Class A landfill. So it's just, it's convenient and it's profit-producing to actually sell it to the cities to put into their water system. And um, so that's what we're up against. We're up against, um, you know, 70 years of conditioning. And this is the same stuff that's in the uh, toothpaste, which the toothpaste has a warning on it. Um, it says call 911 or a poison control if you ingest it. So the same amount that they're saying we need to call poison control for is the same amount, actually, that comes in a glass of water, of fluoridated water at 0.7 parts per million. So on one hand, they're saying, drink it, it's safe, it's good for you. On the other hand, you have a warning to protect the manufacturers of fluoride toothpaste from lawsuits of being poisoned because babies have died from swallowing it, uh, people have gotten sick, you know, there's been numerous cases, they're just not publicized um, for obvious reasons. So that's a little bit of background. I don't know if I can embellish on any other point there, but um, that kind of just to, to give an idea of where the stuff comes from and why it's in our water system. You know, I wanted to ask you, why don't you tell our people a little bit about your campaign because the campaign that you're doing is really important. And this would be a good way if any of you out there really want to support the um the investigations and all the scientific research that's going to be going into more investigating on getting fluoride out of the water, and I know there are some countries and some cities that have fluoride out of the water. Um, tell us a little bit about the um, the Indiegogo page that um, you okay. have. I have it's Indiegogo.com projects help f out of our out of Austin. The f <laughs> right. stands for fluoride. Right. And again, your website is www.fluoridefluoridedeprotection.org. Um, Correct. Tell our listeners a little bit about the GoGo campaign and about the sure. really cool celebrity um, endorsements that you're getting and people that sure. are really supporting this. 
Sure. Well, uh, basically, um, Newsweek uh, has come out recently with a, a, a you know a couple page article stating the scientific uh, studies have shown now that this fluoride in our water and our toothpaste is actually causing and probably at the root cause of all the cognitive disorders in our country, and those include ADD, ADHD, um, autism, um, you name it. It's a it's been declared now by Harvard University not just Newsweek, but Harvard University, the School of Medicine at Harvard, has done the studies and declared that this is actually a, a neurotoxin, along with arsenic and lead and other things that we found out as we moved on in our society that we need to you know, be uh, avoiding. So it's now a proven neurotoxin. It's proven to prevent the brain from developing properly in children it's proven to lower IQs of children and adults with continual consumption over time. It's proven to cause osteoporosis. It's proven to uh, ruin the thyroid gland, which regulates our hormones and our metabolism. Therefore, when people's thyroid is out of whack, they gain weight, lose energy, feel lethargic, and so forth. It attacks the thyroid. Um, it, it attacks every cell in the body. So the, the news is coming out. However, because it's not put on mainstream news, um, I basically devised a campaign of public service announcement to get the word out, if you will, to the main public that are watching TV every day. You can find the news about this and the discoveries all, all over the Internet if you're tuned into the right alternative news sources. But if you're not and, and, and you know, television is your source, then I wanted to be able to reach those people and get the message out to the millions of people that, um, you know, haven't heard this information as it's been discovered and proven. So, because if they knew about it, they would protect themselves from it and to protect their loved ones if they realized this was probably at the root of much of the cancer in our society due to its corrosive nature, you know, our health would be different. So the idea was to create a campaign with Ed Begley Jr., uh, Hollywood's biggest uh, environmental celebrity um, who um, is well-respected, and basically we created a 60-second public service announcement to air on, on television across the country on different stations during different programmings to create awareness about what this stuff is doing um, and basically to help create more awareness in the big cities around the country that were uh, they have campaigns to get it out of their water in their city. So by airing the PSA in different cities across the country, um, the idea was to help the groups that are in those cities. We started with Dallas, and now we're doing one in Austin um, to raise money through Indiegogo to buy airtime on programs like Dr. Oz or Ellen or different programs. Um, we've run it on Dr. Oz a number of times already in Austin and Dallas. Um, because it's an appropriate show. People watching Dr. Oz are usually concerned about their health. So um, right now we're finishing up an Indiegogo campaign for Austin where we're just raising some money to uh, buy more airtime in Austin, um, and that's on Indiegogo. People can get uh, all kinds of gifts for helping out that campaign if they want, and they're all health-related gifts or perks, we call them, in exchange for their uh, sponsorship. But that gives us money to buy airtime on the Dr. Oz show where we're airing this thing currently. And, and uh, we've had a couple of big sponsors step in, a couple of organizations um, in the last couple of months and wrote a nice check to buy some uh, decent amount of airtime on different networks in Dallas and in Austin that helped us out. One of those was the uh, International 
Association of Oral Medicine and Toxicology, um, which is a network, a worldwide network of doctors, dentists, and, and physicians um, that have been trained how to remove mercury from people's mouths um, from prior dental uh, procedures as mercury is a known neurotoxin now as well, and people uh, across the board are trying to get it out of their mouths. So they need to have specialized people who know how to take it out and, and not uh, cause further toxicity in the body during the process. So there's a group of physicians and dentists who've been trained across the country and across the world on how to properly take it out of the body without harming the patient or the dentist. And that's what that group is. And the other one is the International Association of Biological Dentistry. Um, and they, they, they also sponsored some airings for the PSA in Austin. And it's a similar uh, group of dentists who are all trained in, uh, uh, you know, on, on, on holistic, holistic dental care, if you will, on seeing the body as one whole organism and how the teeth are connected uh-huh. in instead of separate. So, um, yeah, if anybody wants to uh, help on the campaign and uh, pitch in, we can certainly use it. Um, just go, go to India Go Go or go to the fluoridprotection.org site and go to the page that says TV Campaign. Uh, you can watch the PSA there, and there's a link to the uh, campaign right underneath that uh, on that page, and it'll take you there and uh, give you all the details of the campaign and so forth. Um, what progress are we making so far scientifically? And um, I know that there are some countries, let's talk about that too, but what progress are we making right now scientifically on this? Um, do you have any updates on that? Because I know that you do keep a lot of, and I'm hoping that some of the doctors that you're working with will be calling in soon. Um, what what would you think about that? I mean, as far as the scientific part. Well, yeah, like I said, science has already proven. There's been numerous studies mm-hmm. done that fluoride lowers IQ, um, that it prevents the brain from developing properly, that it causes bones to get brittle, um, that it blocks the thyroid from uptaking the iodine that it needs to work properly. I mean, all these studies have already been done. So uh, now is just about getting the information out. But it doesn't go out to the mainstream because there could be major lawsuits. Um, so it's kind of suppressed. So the only way to get the information out there is through alternative media or, you know, doing your own campaigns through your own means. So that's uh, really science has got, I mean, there's just, there's no need to really go any further. I'm going to go micro, micro studies and so forth on what it mm-hmm. does to this and that. But if one just simply recognizes the fact that fluorine, fluoride, is on the top right corner of the periodic table of elements, and it is the most electronegatively charged out of all of the elements on that chart, which is everything that constitutes our planet and us as well, um, the fact that it's in the top right corner on top of chlorine, chloride, um, it's basically in that position because it's the most electronegatively charged of the elements, which means it wants to pull other elements towards it, other metals, other, other, other uh, things on the periodic table, such as mm-hmm. aluminum. Aluminum is the biggie because when aluminum is in our diet, in our water, in our food, just in trace amounts, um, when we drink out of aluminum cans, we eat tuna fish from can- aluminum cans, we buy potato chips that are in aluminum bags, and there's aluminum everywhere. It, you know, some of it's in the cookware. Yeah, that's but, so crazy. Yeah. I mean. So when aluminum is present in the body, 
And fluoride uh-huh. is present in the body at the same time, either from the water we're drinking, cooking, or showering with, or from uh-huh. the toothpaste that's being, you know, absorbed through the mucous membranes in the mouth. When those two things are present in the body at the same time, the fluoride ion has an affinity for the aluminum ion, which means they, the two want to, boom, they want to bond together, and the fluorine has the ability to cross the blood-brain barrier. So it takes the aluminum with it through, through the blood-brain barrier, crosses that, and gets into the brain, and therefore starts causing the onset of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, MS, all the other neurological diseases that we see in our society today. I would bet they're very closely tied to this, what we're talking about. Yeah, and you know what was really interesting, and I think a lot of parents are going to really want to know this, is what we talked about a little bit earlier and what you talk about on your site is how it affects children. And right. it affects um, children thinking, from, the, from, the, yeah, from when they're in the placenta. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, when a mother is drinking, a pregnant woman is drinking fluoridated water or fluoridated coffee, or fluoridated wine. Again, the, the fluoride is just a byproduct of the chemicals that are used to spray on the grapes. That's one of the, it, it's why it's in the pesticide. Fluoride is in pesticides called cryolite, which is made of uh, different fluoride chemicals, and it kills the insects by attacking the nervous system. Why is it called the neurotoxin? Because it attacks the nervous system, and therefore the insects die on the grapes and on all the crops that it's sprayed on. So that gets absorbed into the crop, into the food, or into the wine, or the grape, or the drink that's made with reconstituted water, um, or reconstituted juice, excuse me, fluoridated water. And when the mother drinks that, it goes into her body, and of course she's the one nurturing the baby in the placenta, in the womb, so whatever the mother is drinking is going into the baby. So that's why we have many babies coming out now uh, with these, you know, ADHD, attention deficit, or autism, why? Because they're they're being bombarded in the womb with chemicals, not just fluoride. There's so many. There's 80,000 chemicals we've invented in the last 70 years, 80 years, that are in our present in our environment, our foods now that are all affecting life, and are affecting babies at the very smallest, um, uh, you know, <laughs> when they're embryos. It's, it's it's just not prevent. It's not allowing brains to to develop properly. Therefore, you have children coming out with autism. Or, or near autism, and then they're hit with a mercury shot, or 30 of them within three months, a little bit of mercury, a little 0.25 milligrams of mercury, um, which is also termed as thimerosal in the vaccines, and then, you know, boom, all of a sudden the baby has autism. Well, what do you expect if you're, you know, throwing heavy metals into its body and, you know, giving it fluoridated baby water, which is the most, you know, toxic thing. And it's we really, don't, it's and, the most and the corrosive. thing is, they don't know. People... They don't no, know that don't know. unless they're no, educated they don't know. on it. Exactly. exactly. And the education part is the part that's really important. So besides the PSAs, besides the commercials that you're going to be doing, and besides your website and stuff like that, what else can we do to educate people on this? Um, I know that um, you're going from city to city to try to um, talk about this. What What right. more can we do? Uh, well, I don't know. You know, buy some uh, buy some fluoride-free toothpaste. You know, at, at the store, or you know, get them off the site there and and hand them out to people and be like, hey, I don't know if you knew, but you know that stuff. Read the back of your toothpaste. You know, it's got a warning on there to cause you know to call poison control. You ever thought about that? And people are like, no, I never mm-hmm. thought about that. And it's just whoa, it's never give second thought to these things. Why? Because we're just so our lives are in such a hurry because we're keeping up, keeping up, keeping up. 
you don't have time to look into things. So basically, it's just, you know, share with your friends, share with your family. But it's a sacred cow. Nobody wants to hear about it. They think you're crazy. I mean, <laughs> I've lost so many friends, and you know, over this subject just because I was passionate and wanted them to know. Why? Because I care about them. It's not about me, you know, knowing what I know. It's about sharing with people so they can, uh, you know, achieve their ultimate potential. Because one cannot achieve their ultimate potential if this is in their body. It's, it's, it's not possible because the body's potential is already lowered by the fact that it lowers IQ, it lowers the brain uh, development, it and lowers the, the thyroid production. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Ivan, what what cross-references do we have on this, maybe? Well, we know it it, um, it affects the immune system. So the immune system, obviously, with um, cancer and stuff like that, are there any direct links that this um, has any any bearing on people um, maybe getting some types of cancer or anything like that that leads to that? Well, if if, if people understand that it's the most corrosive element, um, and that whatever it touches it or or hinders, in other words, when the stuff you know there's been spills of the stuff that they're putting in the water when they're going to put it in the water plant, they spill on the ground by accident, and it eats through the concrete. It literally eats mm-hmm. through concrete, and then people have to wear hazmat suits to clean it up because it's so toxic. They can't breathe it or touch it. If they touch it, it'll eat through their hand. That's crazy. So if someone just understands that and that it's corrosive to living cells, living organisms, that it has no business being in in our water system because it's not. It, it, it's corrosive. It's corrosive. It's cancer causing. And it, 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 anytime you can put a a cell in a weakened position, and you're you're enabling that cell to uh, stop duplicating and or to replicate itself in a in a in a in a less than optimal state, which just you know ends up putting the body in a cancerous state. So there's yeah, been no, scientists. Absolutely. There's been numerous mm-hmm. scientists. Uh, one, Dean Burke, in, in particular, who was the head, one of the head scientists at the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, who stated um, to the effect of, if you want to save millions of lives uh, from cancer every year, just take the fluoride out of the water. Um, anyone can look up his quotes and his studies um, and everything that he researched. He was researching this stuff for years. Dean Burke is his name. Dr. Dean Burke, he was with the EPA. And... Um, you know, his information was suppressed. So he basically said this is the most cancer-causing thing in our society. And he's mm-hmm. not the only one. There's been many and many others. And they're across the world. There's a movement going around across the world right now in different cities like Ireland. Israel just banned it from their water supply. Davis, California, Wichita, Kansas, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. There's cities all across the country and all across the world that have finally recognize what this stuff is doing to people and they've elected to, to, to stop putting it in the water yeah absolutely you know I want to say again really quick um, uh, this is a special show on Red Velvet Media I'm interviewing Ivan Estevez and we're talking about um, water and fluoride and how we're trying to get the fluoride out of the water and if you missed the beginning of the show the show will be available on iTunes and also afterwards on demand on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio and there is a chat room that's open and if you'd like to call in the number is 347-677-1036 um, if you have any questions for myself or Ivan um, water is a huge thing we just celebrated World Water Day on um, Sunday 
And I know Sandy Fox was very much talking about you and also actually was promoting your show today with me. And um, she definitely knows and she sees the the links to all this. And, and this is all really good information for everyone because we're all getting all this really good information now lately about our foods and GMOs and and about all the different things in the foods and now our water. Um, and, you know, I can remember being younger and um, them saying, oh, there's fluoride in the water, it's good for your teeth. And if you look at the website, thefluorideprotection.org, you can see actual images of that um, direct, you know, effect of fluoride being in the water on people's teeth. And think about it. I mean, it's going into our crops. It's going into our food. Our animals are drinking it. Um, again, you said like we're showering with it. It's um, in our toothpaste, and they're telling us if we swallow our toothpaste to call poison control. Um, you know, I have a water Another filter. interesting subject, if I may. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell me, tell me. The, Okay. Salmon. Uh, anyone can mm-hmm. look this up on the Internet, but... Yeah, where the there are, yeah, the salmon, the fish that we all love to eat and it's so good for us um, mm-hmm. and critical to so many ecosystems, salmon will not, and this is scientifically proven, uh, just look it up, um, salmon will not swim upstream in any river where there is fluoride ions in that river upstream, i.e. from an aluminum plant or from some waste you know, runoff from where there might be fluoride water. They will not swim upstream. Because their own intelligence tells them that it's toxic to their their organism, so just right there in nature, you know, nature shows us that that they won't they won't swim into it, they won't drink it, and they will go to the point of dying and not reproducing to avoid it. So they will disrupt their entire entire cycle and their whole you know cyclical uh, thing that salmon's do is they swim upstream and then come out you know one end of the river and go back into the ocean and swim back to the same place where they were born, they will disrupt that whole entire process and die and not reproduce for the sake of avoiding fluoride. Yeah, see, that's the thing. They don't realize that it's affecting our world as we know it. Um, Right. And so... I'm going to ask you, you know, um, whenever I travel or wherever I go, I usually have a water filter that I put on wherever I go. As far as my water, I always filter it and um, drink filtered water and try. And I know it's really hard to remove fluoride from the water. Um, What about the showering part um, and the fluoride being in our hair and being absorbed by our skin and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that you were talking Um, about? Yeah, I've heard two different takes on that, um, and I've, I think I've mainly heard them from the filtering companies that say that, oh, you know, it really doesn't have to get it all out of the shower because it doesn't absorb into your skin. Um, I don't know. I have a hard time with that, um, that whether it absorbs into the skin or not, because I know that if you touch it uh, when it's in its liquid state before they put it into a uh, a city water plant, that it'll eat through your hand. So... Um, and then we have the fact that it's a, it's also a gas. It can turn into a gas, just like water can be a vapor. Fluorine is also a gas, and it can be a liquid. So when it comes out the hot water um, of your shower, and it's you know turned into a vapor, I mean it just 
I haven't proved it scientifically, but it just seems logical that it would turn into a vapor and you would breathe that vapor as you do the chlorine, which is very detrimental to people's health. And one of the reasons why there's thyroid problems and everybody's taking thyroid medicine is because if thyroids don't work, it's because they're exposing themselves to chlorine every day through breathing it in their showers. They take a hot shower or swimming in pools made with chlorine water, which is absorbed by their body and their skin. And chlorine is the second most corrosive element on the periodic table of elements underneath fluoride. It's the second most corrosive of all the elements. So that means it's cancer-causing. It kills cells. So it's not just the fluoride in the water. It's the chlorine. It's another thing people need to be aware of, and that's um, you know, why a filter on their shower can do them a lot of benefit and bring back their energy levels, bring back their metabolism, you know, and just bring back their whole hormonal system if they're, if they're suffering in that area from exposing themselves to too many of these chemicals that are uh, what we call endocrine disruptors, disruptors of the endocrine system, which rules our hormones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any supplement that you recommend that people take to help build up a resistance to some of this that may happen Absolutely. to us? Okay. Iodine. Iodine is the key. Um, is one of the keys. Uh, just iodine is very, uh, it's, it's lacking It's in our diets because our soils are depleted. Um, either, even if it's organic food, we're still nutrient deficient in iodine. And every cell in our body needs iodine to function properly and at its optimal level. So iodine uh, is also on the same line or chart, if you will, the same column as fluoride and chlorine in the periodic table of elements, which means it's a halogen. That's the classification of those elements are halogens. Fluoride at the top and then chlorine and then down the chart a little bit is uh, iodine. Iodine is what your thyroid needs to work at optimal levels and to function and to thrive and to be healthy, your thyroid gland in your neck. And if fluoride or chlorine is in your body uh, too much from just living in our current toxic world, then the fluorine and the chlorine ions compete mm-hmm. for the receptors that your thyroid gland has to uptake the iodine that it needs to function properly. So when you get chlorine in your body from drinking or drinking water or showering and breathing it or you know, swimming in pools a lot and or fluorine, fluoride from the water and the toothpaste, those two things separate and combined block the iodine receptors on the thyroid gland and prevent it from being able to absorb the trace amounts, just trace amounts that it needs to function properly. So if you can get a bottle of iodine, um, we have many promoted, six of them promoted on the website for our protection. I definitely recommend the one from Dr. Edward Group from the Global Healing Center. It's called Detoxidine. Uh Um, That will just by getting a little bit out of your body every day, will slowly displace the fluorine and the chlorine from the thyroid, and it will take the place of those and allow the, the, the thyroid to begin working again. And I definitely recommend speaking with any doctor that you would do prior uh-huh. to, to going on this just to make sure you're doing everything correctly. But um, that's the main premise is getting the iodine in there so that it blocks the uptake of the fluorine and the uh, chlorine by those glands. Yeah, I remember I remember after we had um the Fukushima scare mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. the um plutonium and all that in the water. Mm-hmm. They were um 
in you know encouraging us to take iodine and then I had heard mixed results on that that it messed with the thyroid um mm-hmm. what would you recommend as far as yeah that's too much so we we took too much so how much would you recommend is it like um is is the one that are on the websites are they the ones that are the right correct dosage uh, yeah, well, it, 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 there's you know basically each each bottle will say take you know one or two drops one to two times daily, um, and it, you know if it's followed at a minimum like that, it can be uh, effective. It's when people I think take too much that they can you know uh, cause problems to the thyroid, um, mm-hmm. you know by taking too much. But um, again, there's a gentleman, Dr. Edward Group from the Global Healing Center. Um, that's he's dedicated to formulating these things and, and helping people detoxify from heavy metals and all sorts of toxins and and helping them uh, achieve total wellness and total you know vibrancy in their lives and longevity uh, by educating them and, and he can help you know anybody with a any you know microscopic questions like if it's following you know a certain regimen and so forth I'm sure he would help people map that out. But if they just follow the standard directions, you know, there just shouldn't be no problems because everyone needs iodine. You just don't need too much of it. Yeah. But there's so, also selenium. There's a, there's other things uh-huh. as well. Oh, selenium, okay. selenium is one of the key things that we need. It's deficient in our diets. And selenium actually protects the brain and protects the cells from, from damage from fluoride and from chlorine and from other uh, toxins in our environment and in our food and our water. Uh, it just has a very protective uh, mechanism, and it's one of the main antioxidants for our brain and for our body. It's selenium, and uh, selenium can be found in high concentrations in Brazil nuts. So if you can buy raw Brazil nuts, soak them for a day or two so you get the phytic acid out of them, and then uh, eat a, a Brazil nut or two a day, you'll be getting enough selenium to uh, protect your body from many things and also just help it get more healthy. Um Chlorella can work as well. Turmeric uh, or curcumin, as some people know it, the Indian spice. It's orange. It's a little root. It's used in Indian foods. Turmeric, curcumin has been shown scientifically uh, proven to protect the brain from uh, fluoride exposure. Um, that can be found on uh, the web on plenty on, on government sites as, as well as uh, you know regular sites. Um, and turmeric is just something uh, the Indians use it in their foods every day, and they live pretty healthy lives and don't see the doctor too often. So we can learn a lot from them. And this little spice has gotten a lot of uh, a lot of attention in the last couple of years of all of its numerous uh, miraculous healing capabilities. So definitely recommend turmeric, iodine, selenium, vitamin C, uh, magnesium from cacao or other sources. Um, you know, all these things are listed on that fluoride protection site. Um, so people can realize, uh, you know, what they need to do to have optimal health and optimal, um, it's an optimal life. Yeah, you know, um, what, um, what, what prompted you, what, what was it in your life that made you decide to get into, um, discovering more about fluoride? Did you have a personal story you want to share with us? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, actually it was, um. A, a couple, a friend of mine, a husband and wife, Dr. Jeff and Dr. Andrea Hazim, uh, out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, we met, I don't know, about 15 years ago, and they used to give these healthy lessons for healthy living was the name of their class, and they would uh, hold different classes uh, in different people's houses or at different uh, 
uh, you know, resorts and so forth, just to educate people on, on healthy living and eating the right foods and understanding acidic versus uh, alkaline and uh, live foods versus dead foods or cooked foods versus raw foods. And this is, again, 15 years ago when, you know, society wasn't where it was now in terms of seeking out organics and so forth simply due to the awareness. But these guys were out there pioneering um, the awareness, and I was at one of their classes, and um, they had mentioned that, hey, hey, you know, guys, the, there's, you know, this stuff in your toothpaste, it's poison. It's not just fluoride, uh, but there's sodium lauryl sulfate, which is used in antifreeze or, in, you know, cleaning floors and floor detergents, and there's titanium dioxide, and there's all these, all these chemicals in the typical toothpaste that you can't even pronounce. And when they showed that to me and they showed me, you know, the, the warning label on the back for calling poison control, it just clicked with me that, oh, my God, this is affecting pretty much everybody on the planet and destroying their health and causing the ill health that we see um, across the board um, or the diminished health, if you will, over the last 70 years of all these new diseases and so forth coming out. So when I realized it was in the toothpaste um, and there was other things in there that you couldn't pronounce and chemicals that are all, you know, now we're finding out they're all harmful chemicals. Um, uh, there was just something to this that I figured, you know, i got to help get the word out. Because I generally have a, I guess the bottom of the line of it is I have a genuine uh, love and care for people and for wanting the best for them. So um, if I've got a piece of information that will contribute for the, to their life, you know, being better and them realizing more of their potential and, and, and everything, and I want to give that information to them so they can be the best they can be. So that's really the the, the underlying uh, uh, motivation for me is just I like to help people and I like to educate people and, and, and help them be all they can be. So um, if there's things out there that are keeping people from being all they can be, then if I can show them or you know figure out a way to get the word out that'll uh, you know make them aware of that, then it makes it just it's another level of satisfaction for me in life. So I guess it's a selfish reason. Just kidding. <laughs> Funny. You know, um, I think it's really interesting how we all got into what we really, what our passion is. You know, um, I'm going to ask you what um, besides the Indiegogo project that you're working on and getting more money, obviously, for doing more commercials and getting the awareness out there. What else are you working on? I know that you're working on a few other things. I mean, um, what do you 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 do? Um, you work in the arts and the entertainment industry yourself. Do you spread the word through that too as well? Uh, yeah, you know, we're looking recently at getting a, uh, a program together of creating a series of videos to educate the entertainment industry here in in Hollywood. Um, I've been involved with a, a studio here in Burbank that has access to a database of um, some 50 or 80,000 actors. So we wanted to create a program um, that would start educating them on what they need to uh, avoid to stay vibrant and stay youthful because actors and actresses want to preserve their beauty, obviously. We all do. Um, But them maybe even a little more. And due to the fact that they have the ability to attract attention and reach people with a message, if you will, then it seemed like a a great idea to uh, create a little series, if you will, a little video series ongoing to educate actors and actresses on what they need to avoid in their foods and what they need to make sure they're getting. And really that all starts with water. It all comes back to water because water is the foundational uh, element of all life forms on this planet. 
So really, you know, the idea was to start with educating them about water and what's in the water um, so that they can take the measures they need to take to avoid the things that are causing them to age. Fluoride being number one. I didn't even mention it, but if, if you look it up, you'll find out that fluoride basically in your body, in your system, whether it's from toothpaste or from water, basically puts you on the fast track of aging. So if you want to get old and wrinkly and lose your hair and get tired and lethargic and lose your drive for passion for life quickly, then just consume a lot of fluoride. I mean, drink a lot of wines that have fluoride pesticides in them. Drink a lot of water with it. Cook with it. You swallow your toothpaste. Do all those things, and you will be on the fast track to age your body quickly. <laughs> so, so uh, basically, you know, that if we can, again, if we can educate, uh, you know, people, then the word spreads, and, and 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 people's lives change. When people's lives change, our planet changes, and consciousness changes, and water is directly tied to consciousness. So we have the science of Dr. Masaru Emoto showing us that. If people haven't seen that, I definitely recommend someone just Googling on, on YouTube uh, Dr. Emoto and water and um, find out yeah, we, how water yeah, we is talked about that tied little. to our consciousness. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about that a little bit on, um, on uh, uh, the interview on Saturday, on Sunday. And mm-hmm. we talked about the Hato schools and the instructors and how water is, um, you know, uh, exposed to different words and vibrations and stuff mm-hmm. and how it really um, causes things to change and how when it's exposed to certain elements, it changes. Um, now, have you taken any, did you take any of the Hato instructions at all? Oh, we do no, have another no, caller on the line. Hold on. Let's see if this is your doctor calling in. Hopefully right. it is. 512, you're on the air. Who's this? It's Dr. Griffin Cole. All right. Hi, Dr. Griffin Cole. Welcome <laughs> to the show. Thank you. We're so Thanks happy for you're having here. Me. Well, I'm How glad I could make miss? it. I How much quite did you a miss? Bit. I missed quite you a bit, did. but Noah and I have been, he's, he's probably covered everything. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. He has. He's been, he's He's amazing. He could do his own symposium by himself. I swear to God, this man is just like so spot on with everything. But I want to tell you, I want to thank you so much for um, doing um, all this education and helping us. And hopefully you can enlighten us to some of the things that Ivan didn't talk about. And I was telling everyone, if they missed the beginning of the show, the show will be available afterwards on iTunes as a podcast and also on Red Velvet Media On Demand. So you can hear what you missed. And if anyone has any questions, they can call in 347-677-1036 or go into the chat room. So welcome to the show, um, Doctor. And um, why don't you two uh, have a little conversation and tell me a little bit more about how you two have worked together and a little bit more about what you would like to enlighten us about. Well, Ivan uh, Ivan reached out to me months ago about these campaigns that he was going to do with Ed Begley Jr. And, uh, and I was excited because, you know, I've been – I've been trying to fight this whole, this big bandwagon of water fluoridation for over 10 years now and, and just haven't gotten very far with it. So it was nice to see that we're getting a little more mainstream press on this. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, he's well-educated on the issue. He knows quite a bit, so I know you got a lot of science from him. Um, but if I could just give my two cents in that, you know, I'm a dentist, and I was trained in a dental school like everybody else, and we're and we are it, it it's ingrained in, in into our heads that fluoride is the panacea. 
It is the, oh, yeah. the one thing that you have to have for, for healthy, sound teeth. And, and if you look at the science and really look into this, it, you find it, that's just not true. Uh, and, 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 in fact, quite the opposite can be had, as, as I was just touching on all the effects you can have systemically from drinking this stuff. Um, there's just no true good reason to, to add this to our drinking water. It, it makes no sense from a health standpoint. It, it, it makes no sense from an ethical standpoint. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm so saddened to see that there's so many communities that just don't get enough education to quite learn that to be able to turn the spigot off. And unfortunately, there's a lot of power out there and a lot of money in, in mainstream dentistry, and they um, often win. And it's sad. So this, yeah. This campaign, yeah. So this campaign of Ivan's uh, that he's behind it is wonderful in that you know now we're getting our word out on uh, mainstream media on things like Dr. Oz show and things like that. So so a lot of audience members that maybe wouldn't be privy to that information are, are now getting it, and at least it's opening their eyes some. All the circles I run in, we're all you know already in the know, and we know that it's a you know a a, a toxic byproduct from the fertilizer industry and that, you know, it's not allowed to be dumped in landfills or vaporized in the air, but somehow it's safe in our water and just really stupid things that we all know. But, but, the, but, the, but, but the public needs to know all this. So this is a really great, really great campaign. Yeah, we were talking about the campaign, about getting it out there and being able to do more as far as the commercials and stuff like that. And we were talking about the one, that, the GoGo campaign. How are you involved in that? I saw that your name was on that. You know, mostly through Ivan. He reached out to me and said, "Look, this is a really great way to get uh, to get you know some professionals on the site. We can you know get some backing behind it." And that's really how I got involved. It was really all because of Ivan. Yeah, I mean, Ivan is a plethora of information. I mean, it's really awesome um, all the information that he has given us and talked to us about. Um, he did touch on dental um, fluoride and talk about in the dental industry. Do you have anything more you would like to expand on as far as that goes? Yeah. Um, I, it, um, hopefully Ivan made the clear distinction between topical fluoride, which is what's like in your toothpaste, uh, or, mm-hmm. what a, or, or what a dentist might apply to your teeth uh, in his office, versus systemic fluoride, which is the stuff that's added to our water supply. So mm-hmm. topical fluoride, the stuff that you touch your teeth with, you know, it does have an effect on the teeth. Now, you know, if you want to get down to the whole actual chemistry of it, it, it it's not good. It, it literally changes the, the makeup of your enamel. It changes it from a hydroxyapatite, which is a normal bone matrix enamel, to a fluoroapatite, which is a more brittle type of enamel. So although it makes it resistant to decay, which is what the dentist promotes, they don't tell you how it works. So it's not, it's not something you need. It's, it, it all comes down to diet and home care, not putting something on your teeth. So, so that, that's topical fluoride. Systemic fluoride, drinking it, it does, has no benefit on your teeth whatsoever. So you're literally drinking this stuff to get some kind of a tooth benefit, when in reality you're not, except for if you get too much of it in your body, you then get the fluorosis, which is the, the ugly white and brown spots on your teeth. And that's just the outward appearance that you see. You don't even know what mm-hmm. damage is done internally already. Dr. Cole. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty it, it scary maybe, uh, stuff. Oh, am I muted? No. Uh, mention how the ADA actually publishes that it does not work systemically. Yeah, it's true. In fact, uh, as recently, well, 
I'll go back a bit. In 2000, there was an article in JADA, which is the Journal of the American Dental Association, their journal. That was done by a guy named Featherstone. And his article was all about fluoride, how it worked topically versus systemically. And he says in his article, we found that there was really no effect systemically. None. So, so, so I thought, that's it. That's the end of fluoridation. It's in their own journal, and nothing changed. Now, since that time, there's been plenty of articles that have been done in peer-reviewed journals showing that when you drink fluoride, it doesn't do anything for your teeth topically. Well, so, I, told, so, I told him about the pictures that were on the site. Yeah. For everyone listening, we gave out the website for them to go and actually see what the fluoride does to the teeth. Where yeah. I remember being younger and them saying, oh, fluoride's in the water and fluoride when you go to get fluoride treatments at the dentist and all that, oh, that yucky lemon bitter taste they put on our teeth. Oh, my God, that was horrible. Well, I remember babies that. have died. Babies yep. have, if I'm right, go ahead. No, that's correct, Ivan. Uh, he started to say that there's been some children who have actually died from that treatment where they swallowed oh it and they God. weren't supposed to. And they go into shock, and within hours they're dead. You never hear about that because that would be bad press. Wow. Well, let's talk about what is the dental industry doing to um, uh, take care of that, to you know make some changes. What What are you personally doing? Well, that's just it. Um, as a profession, we're not doing anything but promoting it. That's the sad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if it, those are the people who are promoting water fluoridation are mainstream dentists. So there's there are a few, there are a handful of dentists like myself who just do what we can on a grassroots level. I mean, I go to city council and I'll speak out about it. I'll I'll go, I'll do a debate with anybody, uh, you know, on 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 camera or not uh, on this issue. That that that's really all you can do. I mean, you just got to get things started. Uh, from a grassroots level and hope it grows. And look, it it works in some places like Portland, Oregon. That's a huge city. And, for you know, they voted it down again. I mean, and so, you know, my hands go out to them. What a great job getting the information out to all the people there to where they said, no, we're not going to have that in our water supply. So we're well, trying do, here in do, Austin. Yeah. You do I'm have sorry, the HD. I was going to say you could elaborate as well on, if you want, on the HDA, the IOMT, IABD, and all those organizations who yeah, are promoting. Yeah, I mean, he's talking about there are some organizations, which I'm a member of almost all of them. But, you know, there's uh, the IAOMT, which is the International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology. Uh, I was the president last year. We're about 750 members worldwide, which is not big when you're talking about, you know, these numbers of professionals, thousands and thousands who promote it. So we're still a very small contingency, but there are groups of us that are out there of, um, you know, just a combination of naturopaths and MDs and DDSs and all kinds of all kinds of, of practitioners that are against this, and, you know, we do our best to get the word out. Yeah, that's the important thing. The education part of it is really important. Um, what have you seen any changes in the dental industry at all that you, since you've been um, aware of the fluoride? Um, have you seen any changes happening at all that we that you think might go even further? Well, the biggest change that happened, which was exciting for all of us, um, it was in 2011. And that's when the CDC, um, they came out and said that we've got to lower the amount of fluoride exposure 
in our water supply from one part per million down to 0.7 parts per million. So most people don't realize how big of a deal that is, but what it is is here's the here's the one organization besides the ADA. So here's the, the you know the CDC, the one who claims that water fluoridation is one of the ten greatest you know health accomplishments of the 20th century. They came out and said, okay, we got a problem because 41% of adolescents have fluorosis. 41%. Every two out of five kids have a problem with their teeth because of all this fluoride in the water. So for our government to come out and say, okay, there's a problem. We need to lower this amount. Now, they didn't say it that way. They said, well, we feel like they're getting enough from foods and from, you know, from their toothpaste and stuff, so maybe we can lower the amount in the water just a little bit. And that's how they sort of downplayed it. But it was a serious, <clears throat> a serious admittance at that point that, yeah. you know, my God, <laughs> these kids are getting destroyed. And, and as I mentioned earlier, keep in mind – that fluorosis is the outwardly appearance that we finally see mm-hmm. in the human body. Because mm-hmm. that's the one part of our skeleton that we can see, right? Well, you, mm-hmm. you have no idea what's going on internally with your thyroid gland, your pineal gland, your bones, your kidneys. Fluorosis. You just name it. So that's the issue. It's, it's way bigger than just... Is it yeah. having, what effect is it having, um, I want to ask, on two specific things. Okay. What is it having on the gastrointestinal and the kidneys? What is it doing there? Mm-hmm. Ivan, you want to take that one? or I'll, I'll at least take a part of it. Um, great ahead. question. The kidneys only allow us to excrete 50% of it from our intake. Right. So no way. It, either, yeah. It, yep. The rest of it either gets stored in the bones or in the pineal glands and the soft tissues. Um, and the National Kidney Association, this is a great one for people to hear, Yep. The National Kidney Association, NKA, has pulled their support away from water fluoridation because right. they now understand that anybody who has any problems with their kidneys or diabetes and have to do dialysis, that consuming anything with fluoride in it is going to worsen their situation because their kidneys cannot excrete enough of it from the body. So you can take it from there, Dr. Cole. Well, that's uh, I, I, you actually covered it because I was going to talk about the NKA uh, the NKA, and the fact that our bodies can only get rid of half of it. That's exactly right. The rest is stored in our body. And there's no special chelating agent or any kind of medical supplement that we can take that will pull it out. It's tenacious. Mm-hmm. And, yes, wow. it, is, it, is, it is, to answer the other part of your question, uh, Holly, it is tied into many uh, or gastrointestinal problems in general. Yeah, I want to know about that. Do. I, I, I don't know. Doing? I don't. I just know. I just. I don't know. I can't. I don't know how to explain it. But I know if you if you Google, the information is there. The scientific studies are there. Uh huh. I don't, Doctor Cole. I don't know if you have any anything. Yeah, on that. I don't. I don't touch so much on GI stuff as much as I do thyroid and hmm. and. Well, let's and talk about and, thyroid then. Is it? Is it? What's it well, doing? Well, thyroid is simple. Fluoride will 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 beat iodine to the thyroid every time. So our our thyroid needs iodine to function properly, and fluoride is a much stronger halogen. It's gonna it'll compete every day and beat it every time. So instead of getting the iodine to your thyroid, fluoride's getting there. So it lowers your thyroid activity, and you become hypothyroid. So you know a lot of Hashimoto's and other kinds of disorders that are named you know based on the thyroid condition. If you get deep and really look into it, oftentimes mm-hmm. fluoride's the culprit. Mm-hmm. So we yeah, just get um, too much of this, Holly. I mean, it's yeah, our food. You know, <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. It was no, actually I mean, prescribed this is just blowing as a drug. Me away. This is 
this is almost like a conspiracy thing. It's like people aren't really, really aware of it. And we really, and I think it's really great that people like yourself and Ivan and the other people that are working on this are really trying to get it out to the forefront and out into the masses. Um, I think that also doing symposiums, doing the Indie, yeah. Indiegogo project, uh, doing the commercials and anything we can do as far as like even the radio show, I'm so honored to be able to get this information out to people because I do have a large listenership. And again, um, I am doing a special show today and we're talking about fluoride in the water. I have Ivan Estevez and Dr. I'm sorry, how do you pronounce your last name again? Cole. Dr. Cole. Dr. Cole with us. And we're going to be on the air for a little bit longer if you'd like to call in, 347-677-1036. And if you miss the beginning of the show, again, it'll be on iTunes afterwards and also on demand on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio. Um, Dr. Cole, I want to ask you, when you have people coming in that have had, what's the treatment for people that have problems um is it veneers or is it yeah. um doing um you know what are they doing to their teeth for the people that have had the stains and the stuff from from fluoride well you pretty much got it it's 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 usually cosmetic and it's usually pretty extensive like a veneer yeah. or a crown it's always costly holly uh whenever they say oh well the cost of of adding fluoride to the water is is so much cheaper than actually it's 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 such a, a farce. It costs so much money to restore these poor people when they get um, ruined, literally destroyed by the fluoride mm-hmm. in the water. Um, it can be bad. Now people have varying degrees. There's mild, there's moderate, and there's severe. Uh, I've treated mm-hmm. several severe cases, and those were full mouth cases where you had to fix every single tooth. You know. But some of them are, are, are just cosmetic fixes, you know, with bonding or with veneers. But but that doesn't take the fluoride out of their body. You're just covering up. You no, know, it does. The damage. It's just covering yeah. out the uh, cosmetic part of it. Yeah. There you go. Um, I wanted I to ask you. Yeah, and and I mean now. So I know Ivan touched about. We talked about what supplements would be good to counteract some of the fluoride that's in our body, and he had mentioned iodine. And it's very interesting that you said that the iodine in our um, thyroid is depleted by the fluoride. Mm-hmm. So by taking a little extra iodine, um, we can Might get, help. yeah, we can counteract that maybe or, or, you know, do something about that. We have another call coming in. I'm not sure if this is my friend from... Uh, L.A. or not calling in, or who it might be. 831, you're on the air? Are you talking to me? 831, you're on the air? Pardon me? Really? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? 831, you're on the air. Yeah, it's uh, Jeffrey Appling, you know, Rings That Rock. Jeffrey? Uh, I could hardly hear you. Jeffrey, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Did you hear what we're talking about, about fluoride in the water today? You know, um, I had a hard time. Uh, I got all these phone calls. I couldn't listen in to the whole program. So um, it's I just really wanna... interesting. Um, we're talking That's about my fault. <clears throat> oh no, we are talking about. Um, just so you know, Ivan, and um, this is Hi, a friend Ivan. of mine. Yeah, Hello. and we have 
our um, we have a doctor on the line too with us that we're talking about. He's an amazing dentist that we're educating us all about fluoride Beautiful. in the water. Um, oh yeah, are you? I heard the beginning. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. So, um, what are your thoughts on that, um, Jeffrey? Have you do you remember getting those fluoride treatments when you were younger? Well, on you know, teeth? as far as my teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I mean, I remember growing up as a boy, drinking out of the the water fountain and or the hose, and um, I, I I don't know the consistency and what's harmful in the environment and all that. I I really don't know the structure of what you're talking about. I just called you real quick. <laughs> oh, good. Well, no, I'm glad you called. And you know what? You should really listen to the show. This is really important. This is super important stuff, Jeff. Okay. Um, we're talking about how fluoride is affecting to... our body, and um, and a really good yeah. point is that Ivan said that there's fluoride in our toothpaste, and if we swallow any of it, they're asking us to call the poison control center. So we were talking really? a little bit about okay. yeah. So this show this shows about fluoride um, and about <clears throat> we want to get it out to the masses and let people know a little bit more about how harmful it is and how important it is yeah, that I would like to we're aware of out it. with you guys on that um, I think that's very important um, I would like to share that with others yeah it's, uh, stuff I really don't know and um, thanks for well, educate for, yourself you know, Jeff here you go here's a good way see See guys, this is this is how yeah. we educate people. They call in, they hear about it. Um, Jeff, um, I'll send you a link to it, but it's fluorideprotection.org, and um, yeah. there's also an Indiegogo um, campaign going on as well that they're go doing, which is a project where um, you should go and check out the commercial that they did. It's really cool. I'm so glad you so called I in. Can, can I ask something real quick? Oh sure. Uh, Ivan, what what's the best thing we can do, you know, as a consumer? Uh, what what like um, should, what should we avoid or what should we um, be cautious of? Uh, to avoid this stuff, yeah. um, I would say definitely uh, eighty six the toothpaste if it's a uh, Colgate or Crest or any of those that are you know labeled fluoride toothpaste because they've not only got fluoride but they got other toxic chemicals in there that are cancer causing to your body. Um, and go oh, get some natural toothpaste. Okay. Yeah, get some natural toothpaste like uh, earth paste or, uh, uh, oh, man, there's a whole bunch of them. But if you, you know, Do you recommend uh, like a certain brand to use or? Just you want to avoid a few principal agreement, uh, uh, ingredients. You want to avoid the fluoride in toothpaste. If you see that on the uh, label, you want to avoid sodium lauryl sulfate. And you want to avoid titanium dioxide. dioxide. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Cole, you want to chime in on that one? Triclosan or triclosan, as some people say, you got to avoid that. Okay. And it's a cancer-causing agent, um, and yeah, high amounts of silica, like you said. Yeah. But, so there's uh, plenty. Of, you, there's plenty of pastes out there that are good. You can use yeah. baking soda and water if you want to. So. Yeah, What's and there's a whole for, um, there's a whole directory, if you will, of all yeah. these things. The, what you just asked is that website fluorideprotection.org has all the information expounded upon on that question you just asked. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, amazing, thank you. Jeffrey. It's got all the different links to all the different things, how fluoride okay. in our water. It's um, We're taking showers with it. We're exposing our whole bodies to it. Our, you know, um, okay. It's just 
not a good thing. And my apologies but, for uh, missing uh, a lot of it. I had so many phone calls coming in from uh, jewelry people. So. Oh, no, no. I'm so glad you called. And just so you guys know, um, Jeffrey's a very good friend of mine. He does the does makes amazing jewelry, um, rings that rock. And uh, where are you located now, Jeffrey? Because I knew you were in Palm Springs I'm for a while. In, where are you uh, at now? No, I left Palm Springs. I'm back in Monterey, California. Monterey. So if you guys get to Monterey, you got to look up Jeffrey. He makes some amazing right. jewelry. Yeah. Cool. Well, Jeffrey, I'm so glad you called in today. Do you want me to mute you? Do you want to listen to the rest of the show? Or um, would oh, you like yeah, me to? Oh, yeah, I want to listen to it. Okay. All right, I'll mute I'll you. I'll the you line. I want to you guys to do your business, and I want to learn. Yeah. So thank you. I love you. Okay, love hold you on. Too. Don't hang up, okay? Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah, Jeffrey, are you guys there? Both of you still there? Yeah, we're here. Yep. Oh, good, good. Um, I'm sorry. See, I get random people calling in at the very end of the show, and, but Jeffrey is um, an amazing artist, and he's also a very, um, he's like you guys, he's an entrepreneur. He actually, I believe, was one of the youngest people that was listed in a Jamal, uh, I think it's called a Jamalogist Jamala, book. He's one of the world's youngest um, in the world that um, does, different types of cutting and um, jewelry and stuff, but not to get off the subject, we want to stay on this. You know, you mentioned one of the subject, one, one of the ingredients in the toothpaste that I had remembered hearing that they put in as a sunscreen. Was it the titanium? Um, dioxide. Yeah. Yeah, titanium dioxide, yeah. Mm-hmm. They use that as a sunscreen. Yep, right. As a, as a, yeah, um and we're putting it on our skin. Yeah, well, most the holistic crowd, I think the holistic uh, crowd, if you will, has come to the conclusion that the sunscreens combined with the sun exposure, uh, pushing that into the skin is what's causing the skin cancer. Right. It's the chemical yeah, in there well, reacting with the sun on our skin. But I can tell you that there are, that's a huge thing right now in the world. Um, a lot of people are looking to 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 live healthier. And I know, Ivan, you were just re- recently at the Expo, and you ran into mm-hmm. Vani, because um, I know I mentioned the food babe to you. I know that she's really talking about trying to get a lot of things, like we talked a little bit earlier about the GMOs and the foods and about how we want to go natural and raw foods and living foods and, and cutting out saturated fats, fat, fats and stuff like that out of our mm-hmm. diet. Um what can what foods can we eat? Do you guys have any idea on foods that would be really good to counteract fluoride in our body? And and can we ever really get all the fluoride out of our cells, or is there all going to be always going to be a little bit of a trace of it in in us? Yeah, you, yeah, you're not going to be able to get it all out. That's the that's the whole point. Is that uh, wow? There there really isn't any foods that I know of um, that are specific at getting fluoride out of your body. I mean, obviously having a alkaline diet and and one that's based uh in what we now know is the right food pyramid of good fats and and good protein and lower carbs that are simple um mm-hmm. you know that's that's just the basis of a good overall health anyway but no there's nothing specific uh it's 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 a tiny molecule it's tenacious it loves to go mm-hmm. in the bones it likes to reside in our bones which is why it shows up in the teeth as the fluorosis eventually um so uh, once that happens, you're you're kind of you're kind of kind of screwed there. I mean, it's like you know, 
Yeah. There's not much you can do. So that, so what we so we have to move forward and 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 stop getting uh, it in our water supply. That's a huge way to 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 get your body back to back to health is to stop adding it. You know. So. Yeah, and 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 kind of like maybe put more put better stuff in our body. Right. So that we can counteract it, which I think yeah. is a really good idea. Which I I know Ivan, you talked about taking the iodine. Um, so that may, you know, increase yeah, well, there are, them. Yeah, you can increase it. From my understanding, you can increase the, the excretion of fluoride from the body with certain foods. And that's kind of what, you know, made that site around was showing people what those foods are and what those things are. Um, iodine, yeah, being one. Um, cilantro is, pulls heavy metals. Oh, really? Other toxins out of the body, yeah. Um Go ahead. You want to say something about that? Well, I was, yeah, that, but not fluoride, Ivan. I mean, those no. are things like cilantro and chlorella and things that are heavy metal movers. They're mobilizers. They're good at moving maybe mercury around and some other heavy metals like lead. But fluoride is extreme. Make no mistake about it. it. It gets in us. We'll excrete half of it, and then the other half is going to hang around. And we can slowly start to eliminate it naturally, like I said, through having sound health. But there's not a specific food that I know of. What about what about, uh, what about the uh, tamarind? Yeah, maybe a little bit. The iodine is probably the best uh, mm-hmm. response that we gave today, as far as trying to overcome that fight, you know, with the thyroid. But but that's about it, man. I mean, it's a that's the problem with it. It's so it's so it's so tenacious. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. Well, I would say magnesium. Would you? I would. Would you say magnesium definitely protects the cells from all kinds of uh, yes. bombardment? So you if yeah, someone has That's a high exactly magnesium, right. yeah, yeah. If someone has a good magnesium intake, mm-hmm. you know, natural from say cacao, which yep. is the highest magnesium content yep. on the planet, um, cacao seeds, raw cacao seeds, uh, or cacao nuts. That's what chocolate is made of. So if someone can incorporate, you know, cacao yep. into their diet on a daily basis, then they'll be charging their their cells and protecting them from from numerous things, not just fluoride, but that's key. Magnesium protects your cells. So anything, mesquite powder is great for, for magnesium. Um, really? And cacao. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, I would, I would say that camu, camu is high in vitamin C, which has something to do with it, um, with the process of helping excrete fluoride from the body is, is having a good source of plant-based vitamin C. And then... Calcium, because when when fluoride gets excreted from the body, whether it's through a combination of these things or through iodine, it gets excreted as CAF, which is calcium fluoride. Why? Because it's stored in the bones. So science studies have shown that when it actually someone undergoes a detox uh, protocol to push as much as they can out of the body, that it, it comes out in the urine in the form of what's called calcium fluoride, CAF. So it's important that when you're doing a detox of fluoride to be taking in a lot of plant-based calcium um, so that, that, that you're, you're replenishing the calcium that you're, you're getting rid of. And that's one of the other, you know, Dr. Cole mentioned a little bit earlier, the, the not-so-pretty facts about how fluoride makes our bones uh, harder is that it, it, it makes them, it changes their composition and the fluoride ion replaces the calcium ion, if I understand it correctly, mm-hmm. and That's therefore right. the bones get more brittle. So 
again, being attached to the bone when it gets excreted, we, we, we know scientifically it's being excreted as calcium fluoride, so we want to have enough calcium going into our diet when that's taking place. So there's, you know, foods listed on there that are high in calcium uh, that are, you know, natural and easy to get. So that's a... Uh, that's really that. interesting. No, that's really interesting as far as the foods and stuff like that. You know, now what I'm going to ask you guys is this. Um, um, first I'm going to ask is when we go out to eat and we order food and stuff like that, obviously we don't know if the restaurants have anything that is uh, a filtering out filtering the fluoride. Right. Yeah. Uh, typically, they don't. If, uh, if they're if they're a very yeah. health conscious restaurant, which there are many springing up uh, now, there's a lot of health conscious people out there that are wanting to feed people with health, you know, healthy food. And um, the more uh, the higher, the more educated ones of these people who are starting restaurants and so forth are putting, you know, filters on their water so that the water they're cooking the food with isn't loaded with toxins in the water. Um, and as far as I understand, Starbucks has taken the um, uh, initiative to install reverse osmosis water filters on their in their stores to get rid of the fluoride and the chlorine and other toxins such as lead and arsenic that are in the water um, so that their coffee has a consistent taste. So, um, well, that's yeah, really just, big of again, Starbucks to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, I would I would definitely, you know, confirm it with each store, you know, if you're concerned about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, Dr. Cole, if you have anything to say on that? No, I and actually I had heard about the Starbucks thing not too long ago, so I was pretty happy to hear that. We have a yeah. couple of restaurants here in Austin that, that, that advertise that, that, hey, we, uh, we you know, we either use, you know, water that has no fluoride or we filter our water through an RO system first, that kind of thing. So it's kind of nice that we got a couple places here in Austin that, that are doing mm-hmm. that. Good. Wow. That's just really, that just blows me away how people really just don't care. You know, chlorine's another really big thing. I know especially in certain areas when they have storms and stuff like that, they put a lot of chlorine in the water to supposedly kill the bacteria, but they don't realize it's killing us. Like mm-hmm. the same way that fluoride is. So, um, what's your, what are your thoughts on chlorine? Um, well, the, the difference on there, though, teeth? If, mm-hmm. if I can just touch on that, the difference. Yeah, there, no, though, I want to hear. That, I want to hear this. Okay, yeah. so chlorine, unlike fluoride, is added as a protective measure, meaning it's it's there to to purify the water to make it safe for consumption. Now, you can argue that they put too much or whatever. I won't get into that, but they add the chlorine there to get rid of some contaminants that would harm us. That, that, that is harmful to human health. Fluoride, on the other hand, is added as a med, uh, as a medication. It is not it is not it, it is not an essential nutrient in our body. We don't need fluoride for any reason. So make no mistake about it. When they add fluoride to the water, it's for medication purposes only. It's not to purify the water. So a big distinction between those two. So wow. in actuality, you have forced medication taking place across the globe. Well, mainly here in this country. Mostly this yeah, country, mostly our country has more people than any other part of. The, there's more people in the in the United States drinking fluoridated water than the rest of the world combined. Yeah, and they're saying fluoride's good for you, but people really don't aren't educated. And that's why it's really important that we get the word out there. And again, 
Please, 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 everyone, educate yourself more. Please go to fluorideprotection.org and also check out the Indiegogo.com page. Um, help get the F out of our out of Austin. Um, I wanted to ask you really quick, both of you. Um, I did read up that some of the countries, some other countries, and some of the states have taken fluoride completely out of the water. Could you touch on that and how they went about doing that and how we could go about doing that in other places? Well, uh, I can tell you that that the short answer is grassroots, uh, all of them. Okay. Uh, They all started with uh, things like what Ivan's doing and what we do here in Austin, and they get the word out and it grows a little bit. Then they have people come in like Paul Connett from the Fluoride Action Network might fly in and he'll give a talk and and then it starts to grow and you get some momentum and and then a news story is done on you and, and it grows some more and then eventually you get enough people informed. But that's really the only way that I know of for these for any community to either get it out or to keep keep it voted out to where it, it's never put in. So um I don't know, Ivan if you have anything on that uh uh, no, I'd definitely say yeah. the same thing. It's a grassroots effort, you grassroots, know, people telling yeah. people, people caring about others. That's really yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, so. how did these other countries do that? What did they do? I mean, They're smart. We're talking, what was it, Israel that did it? Listen, a lot of them have. Even Ireland right now, Ireland has been doing water fluoridation in parts of their country for many, many years. And, and I just uh-huh. read uh, a story just the other day where they're even saying, you know what, it's time. You know, uh, it's time to turn it off. So... I think people wake up to science, and, and, and it's sad that our country is always so slow on that. But, um, you know, if if you look at all of Europe, mostly all of Western Europe, who, where they've never added fluoride to their water, and their decay rates are exactly the same as ours, I mean, it's just silly. Um, uh, we've, we've now shown both scientifically and and anecdotally or, 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 or just, you know, we can actually see it happening empirically when, when you look at these populations who don't add fluoride and that they, that they also have the same decay rates or there's no difference between areas that are fluoridated versus non-fluoridated. We have enough evidence now, in other words, to, to, to turn this off. It's, it doesn't work. You know, game's over. Let's turn it off and let's save a lot of money. I mean, it's, our city spends close to a million dollars a year on this stuff. And you know wow. we have schools that are closing down. So and the the two words uh, are just, just real quickie. If people realize this as well, it might help the light come on for them. Is that everything, every drug in our country, in our system, if you will, that has been recalled because it's been proven to harm uh, people, was originally, in other words, every drug that is, has been recalled and taken off the shelf was originally deemed two words: safe and effective. In other words, the FDA had to come out and say, "This we've done the test, you know, the test has been done, this is safe and effective to put this drug out there on the market. And then they let the drug in the market, and then people are having all kinds of complications, deaths, whatever, you name it, and they recall the drug. So uh, money pushes it forward to get it approved and, and get it out there in the market. Um, and then awareness of, of enough people finding out what's going on is what actually causes a stir about it and gets it removed. So... Just as all these other things, including cigarettes, I mean, again, fluoride came out when the cigarettes were being promoted as cool, fun, and harmless. And that's how the PSA begins with Ed Bagley. It said, you know, hey, back in the 50s, they used doctors on television to tell tell us that cigarettes were cool, fun, and harmless. And at the same exact time, the same era, 
that they put the doctors on television telling us we need fluoride in the water. So it's the same, it's the same campaign, the same mentality. Um, well, what happened with cigarettes? Well, later on we discovered uh, and people found out this is causing cancer, it's causing this, it's causing that. And they now have to pull back on their statements about it, and they can't sell it to minors, X, Y, Z, you know, name, you name it. But the same thing is going to happen, and it's happening with fluoride. What once was deemed safe and effective, will the truth will come out, and people will know that this is the most corrosive and cancerous-causing thing that they could put in their body. And it will be, you know, a thing of the past. And we'll look back and say, well, what the heck were we thinking? You know what? Up and we'll follow the money trail. If you follow the money trail, it always leads to someone yeah, who has some reason. Yeah, there's a lot of money behind reason. it. Yeah. yeah. And I want to say, I remember also when we were in, um, in um, some of the kids in primary school. Do you remember when they would like have fluoride day? I don't know if you guys had that at your school, but it was really huge in Europe. They would swab our teeth with fluoride. Mm-hmm. That you were, we were talking about earlier about when you said some of the children passed away from that, but they never right. talked about it. If you tell a lie, come into the school and do it. it. <laughs> and they used to give yeah. you those pills to chew up yeah. to see where the. Yeah. Remember well, that those? Was, yeah, yeah no, those, also those were plaque disclosing tablets. That was different. Yeah, those okay. were those red. Pills that you chew. That was yeah. plaque. Discla- yeah, that was just to show you where you had plaque on your teeth, and that's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't use those in my practice, but I'm okay with that. That was a good education tool. That was not floor. But there, but there are, there were, are or were schools out there that um, part of the program was to give fluoride tablets to the children. Yeah. I, I have a friend in Florida who, who was, whose, whose child just came home a couple weeks ago and said, hey, "Mommy, they, you know, we have, you have to sign this so we can get fluoride tablets at school." Okay, so let's do this. Let's make a plan here. Um, Besides what you're doing with fluoridprotection.org and all the information that all of you are doing, the doctors and all the people that are doing all the studies and all the education, um, what else can we do to get fluoride out of the schools and out of without making everyone think we're absolutely bonkers? I mean, what can we do? I just show I mean, them, we... uh, buy a copy of Newsweek uh, magazine or Harvard Business, you know, Harvard, get any yeah. of the articles yeah, from mainstream, mainstream media. Newsweek, mm-hmm. show them the Newsweek article that just came out on, on March 10th or the Harvard study that was done a year ago yep. and, and published. And or, yep. yeah, or send them a link to the Fox News, um, uh, Fox News National interviewing Dr. Jerry Curatola a couple of years ago when the CDC lowered the the limit yep. from 1.5 parts per million to, to 0.7. Anybody can Google that and forward that around to people and say, hey, I didn't yeah, realize this was going on. There's plenty online, Holly, plenty. Is that the Newsweek article that you were telling me about? Yeah, yeah, recently, yeah, t- t- 20 days ago, it was published in, in Newsweek that fluoride yeah, is contributing that's... or causing ADHD and all cognitive disorders in our society. That's insane. That I, I can't tell you how many parents I know that have children that have problems with what we were discussing, and um, they blame it on the food. And we have found that some of the food, um, like corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, and mm-hmm. some of the stuff that's in the cereal, as we've just recently been finding out, um, have have caused that. And so fluoride's causing this too. Um, that's 
like a simple person that just is hearing about this. And they go and they read about it online and stuff like that. What would the next steps be that you would tell somebody to do? Uh, you know, another resource I would give people to just to get more information. Or they can watch, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred videos on the subject. Yeah. They can watch hundred videos on the subject matter from different doctors around the world. There is one website that I consider the the worldwide authority or, or, or source of information for anything you want to find out about fluoride, and okay. um, it's a great resource. And that's it's fluoridealert.org. Yeah, that's and the that's, that's uh, the thing I mentioned earlier, the fan network. Yeah. Yeah, that's the Fluoride Action Network, but just anybody can remember FluorideAlert.org. Dot org. Everything. It's got everything on there. Everything. Yeah, yeah it's it got yeah, it just yeah. Yeah, it truly why is are an people, incredible resource. Why are people just not? I just want to know because I mean I wasn't really acutely aware of it. I knew somewhat of it, but since I heard about it from Sandy and more. Then when I talked to Ivan and then I started reading more, I was really aware more of the different things that were happening. Mm-hmm. Um, how, I mean, we can we can do radio shows like this. We can um, put it out there on the net. We can let people know. Um, we want to help people. So if anybody has any questions, what would be the best way to reach either of you? Uh, well, uh, you can you can contact me through my website, and it's really simple because it's my name. It's just www.griffincole.com, G-R-I-F-F-I-N-C-O-L-E.com. And you, okay. you'll find all my contact information on that. Yeah. Okay. As far as me, um, if anyone likes to contact me, they, there's, a, there's a, a form they could submit through the fluoridesprotection.org site. Um, and or they could go and connect to the Facebook page um, of this campaign, if you will. It's called Help Get the F Out. So if anyone goes to Facebook and Help Get the F Out and clicks on Like, then, um, you know, stay connected in that way, and they can send messages through there if they like. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Griffin, I'm looking at your uh, website. I mean, uh, Dr. Cole, I'm looking at your website. Amazing! I love the waterfall. <laughs> it's really oh, pretty. Yeah, and there's a yeah. lot of videos on there. Um, um, like my buddy Jerry Caratola back in 2011. I was actually uh-huh. on World News Tonight for that for that topic. So we both got some pretty good mm-hmm. press on uh, getting the word out on this. So I, you know, Ivan, I thought at that point that was going to do it because that was a. <laughs> I mean, mainstream media even came out and, and made it sound like you know what there's an issue here and. Uh, uh-huh. mm-hmm. You know, it just got swept under the uh, under the carpet as always, and now we're just back sure. to status quo. Right. So yeah. if we keep I think if we keep quiet, yeah, yeah uh-huh. we, we we have to keep making noise. That's the uh-huh. only way it's going to keep keep out there. So. And you're on Facebook too. I'm liking well, my your website, page right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, I see that you're on there. Okay, you've got your practice on there. Yeah. Um, so I just liked it, and um, uh. I also see that you have a section on here on implants, which is intriguing because we were talking about what people could do to get rid of the stains and stuff like that. You know, a friend of mine just recently went through um, a dental implants. That's where they take all the teeth out and they put implants in at the same time. Okay. I mean, that's one way of doing it, yeah. Yeah. I've heard that's pretty, pretty, pretty rogue, but... Uh, 
you know, I heard it. I heard it hurts a lot, but um, yeah, um, that's that's one that's way. That's a whole other topic. Yeah, no, awesome. no, definitely. I would love to do. I would love to talk to you about that. But um, okay. do we carry? Do we carry a lot? Is there a lot of fluoride stored in our tissue as well, Ivan? Um, that's just going to sit there, like as you said, it's just never going to. We're never going to be able to really detox it out of our body. Um, you know, I, I hate to differ with it, you know, Doctor Cole, but I, I personally believe that everything is possible. You know, and, and that includes getting this stuff out of our body. You know, whether it can get out every single little molecule of it or not, I don't know. But I, I personally believe that if we intend it and we say this is what I would like to have happen, as creators of our own reality, um, by taking the mental steps and the physical steps with the foods we eat and the things we put in our body, mm-hmm. I believe there's a, a, an equal and opposite um, counter action for every action, if you will, that it exists in, in the realm of possibilities in our universe. So if if something can contaminate the body, I believe that there's something on the opposite end of the spectrum, on the other end of the pole, if you will, we talk about polarity, that can counteract that because everything has to have a, a balance in, in, when it, in, in, in the long run. So if uh, if something causes something, there has to be something to uncause it, if you will. So that's just my personal belief. Yeah, so, I like that. And, and, yeah. So, like yeah, that's, that's how I, that's how like I feel. Like a yin and the yang exactly. effect, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm going to ask each of you um, a, a question. Um, first, let's start with you, Ivan. I want to ask you, with all of your experience with fluoride and all the campaigning and the commercials and everything you've done that's led up to where we are now, <laughs> do you have any special moments or anything while you were doing something that was kind of like an aha moment or something that you would like to share with our listeners? Mm. Like, did something happen yeah, along the way, yes, maybe? Yes. Yeah. I would say this. Um, it was um, the moment that I, when I learned about the pineal gland and what that does, and there's, there's not enough time to go into, you know, what our pineal gland is and what it does, but... Um, I know it's when in our I, brain, I, right? Yeah, it's in the very center of both hemispheres of our brain. It's yeah, the, that's what I thought. master okay. control gland, if you will. And mm-hmm. it regulates our production of serotonin, um, melatonin, yep. uh, dimethyltryptophan, which is DMT. The stuff, stuff that makes us feel now. good, normal, and not psycho. <laughs> right. So, so it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's a, and it's also, if you will, Rene Descartes, the great French philosopher back in the 1400s, I believe, coined the term uh, that the pineal gland is the seat of the soul. And oh, wow. that, Yeah, it's, I, I liken it to a, um, the pineal gland is actually the third eye, if you will, if you want to talk about um, another terminology for it, but the third uh-huh. eye is something that, uh, you know, it's been revered in Indian cultures. All knowing, yeah. Correct, the all-seeing eye, which is even represented on the back of our United States dollar bill, right in the top of the pyramid. In the pyramid, so, yeah. Yeah, the pyramid. You have an eye, and that is the all-seeing eye. Well, we all have that inside of us, and that gland, from everything that I understand, is the gland that gives us the ability to to perceive and have awareness and to have that guiding light, if you will, inside of us to, to show us the path, our path. And it's, 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 it's the gland that's tied into psychic abilities and, 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 and perceptions. 
um, and our perception of how we view things. And it's the gland that gives us the ability to see beyond the physical plane, if you will. And that's why... Oh, wow. Okay, again, the, the, one of the chemicals that it produces is DMT. It's secreted by our pineal glands when we dream. So when we go into the dream state and everything, time, time is, has no bearing, we can be in a dream for two minutes and feel like it was ten hours or like yeah. versa. It's because mm-hmm. we're in a state of timelessness. That, that chemical that is released by our brain allows us to tap into that realm, if you will, of multidimensionality. So, if the pineal gland is the uh, the gland, if you will, of higher awareness and spiritual uh, realization, and we know that fluoride intake calcifies that gland and actually just oh, wow. completely renders it useless, well, That's then maybe we could see a tie to the fact of why people don't really see all the things that are going on in the world around them, mm-hmm. even the the planes above their heads that are spraying aluminum into the skies every day. People don't even look up the to see that. The yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't even aware of that, and it's in plain sight. And why? Because their awareness is shut down. If their pineal gland isn't functioning, just like if the thyroid isn't functioning, the metabolism doesn't work in the body and people get mm-hmm. overweight. If the pineal gland doesn't work and it's not working at all, then people's awareness is being dumbed down their ability to perceive beyond the physical realm, if you will, is, is being completely shut off, and they're locked into their five senses, and they're not able to tap into the sixth sense and the other senses. So uh-huh. when I understood that humanity's situation is a matter of consciousness and, and where we are as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a race of humans in our, our, our level of consciousness, is is but if our if our consciousness is directly tied to this gland in the center of our head, which I liken to a, a television antenna. Back in the you know in the early days of television, we had to put rabbit ears on the television. Yeah. And 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 if they fell off the TV, what would happen? We would lose the signal, and the the picture wouldn't come in, and we'd just be watching white fuzz. Well, the pineal gland is pretty much the same thing for the human being. It's that gland that allows him to interact between the physical plane and the spiritual plane. And when it's not working, the human being is reduced to just a physical awareness, and which is basically um, keeping him sealed off from his complete potential because his complete potential will be to realize that he's a multidimensional being with multidimensional capabilities. So my so that philosophy was your aha is, moment. Well, my aha <laughs> moment was... My aha moment was that if this is what, if we need to raise the level of consciousness in our society to move forward as a race and to stop cutting down forests and to stop polluting this and just destroying this planet, if it's a matter of consciousness, well, and consciousness is tied to the pineal gland, if everybody's pineal gland isn't working because we've got a whole world of people using fluoride toothpaste and drinking fluoride water, then if we could do something to educate the people about it, and if they would protect themselves from it and get it out of their bodies and stop putting it into their bodies, then the result of that would be consciousness raising to the next level because that gland would be functioning. Just imagine if you awesome. had all these people with bad thyroid glands out there. If their thyroid started working because they stopped ingesting chlorine and fluoride, then you would have people off of the thyroid medications. So in the mm-hmm. same way, you know, it translates to the consciousness. So 
uh, it was exciting for me to say, well, if we can create a message, whether the government gets it out of the water or not, if we can show people what it's doing and have them protect themselves from it, then the byproduct of that will be their consciousness will raise to the next level, and that will contribute to the greater whole. And, you know, with time, we'll see our... Yeah, our, no, absolutely. That's, that's so heavy. That's so heavy. And you know what? I, I can I can totally understand why you would why you would feel that way that's really important um cuz i know you know a lot of people take DHEA and they're on antidepressants or SSRIs because mm-hmm. of that one gland that may be calcified as you were talking about so Correct. yeah that's one that's really important so i think that that's a really another, important another another one real quick <laughs> yeah another one real quick is when i when i figured out or not figured out but when i was shown that uh, fluoride and fluoride chemicals are, from what I understand, about 93% of what makes up a, a tablet of Prozac and all of the other SSRI drugs that are in the Prozac category. So if you want the effects of Prozac in your life, <laughs> then continue to consume <laughs> fluoridated products. So that should be a wow. clue right there for people. Another clue, an aha moment, was when I was I found out that it used to be prescribed as a drug Fluoride tablets what? were prescribed as a drug, yeah, in Europe and in South America. Um, up until, I think about the 1970s, it was prescribed yeah. as a drug to lower thyroid production, to lower the overactive right. thyroid. Oh, that's ahead, insane. Yeah. Dr. Goy, you want to say something about that? No, that's exactly right. I was going to mention that, but you nailed it. Hey, yeah. hey guys, so, listen, wow. uh, I, uh, I, I, I've really got to go. I didn't know it was going to be this long of a... Uh, Oh, no, you know what? I I, I extended the program because I really think this is some really good information. And, again, I'm so sorry I didn't want to take away from your day. Um, No, no, it's great. Did you have something you want to share with our listeners really quick before you go? Uh, You know what? I'll share this. uh, Yeah, just real quickly. um, Okay. If you want to make this simple, because I know Ivan's talked about a lot of stuff. We've thrown a lot of stuff Uh across people's ears. Keep it real simple. There's, there's, There's three there's three reasons why water fluoridation is wrong. Three basic reasons. Okay, one, it's not medical grade fluoride. So no matter what they say, just like Ivan's, it's not calcium fluoride, it's not sodium fluoride, it is hydrofluosilicic acid, okay? It's a waste product. That's the first thing. It's not the fluoride that they tell you it is. Number two, it doesn't do its intended function. It it they tell us it's it, it's added to the water to stop cavities, to stop decay. We've shown that through science. It has no effect on the teeth in that way, so it's not doing its intended function. And lastly and most importantly, there's no dose control. Any medication you get from any pharmacist, any doctor in the world, they give an exact dosage based on your body weight or your age or whatever. Fluoride is added indiscriminately to the water. A bottle-fed infant is going to get so much more fluoride than a grown man. So, again, Waste product, not medical-grade fluoride, doesn't do its intended function, and there's no dose control. If you remember those three things, you can argue with anybody about why it shouldn't be added. And on that note, i got to go, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much, Dr. Cole. Thank you so much for being here and being a part of the show today. You bet. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. That was really nice that he called in. Um, Absolutely. That's so awesome. And I want to thank you. I know that that this has been a long show, but um, it's been a very informative show. It's been really important that we did get some of this information out there to everybody. So, 
What I'd like to say to everyone today is um, thank you so much for listening, for everyone in the chat room, and for everyone that called in that listened, and also to Dr. Cole and to yourself, Ivan. Um, Thank you so much for giving us all the knowledge that we need. And again, it's fluorideprotection.org. And again, indiegogo.com. And you can see the projects help to get the F out of Austin, which is fluoride. And also, they are also on Facebook. You can check them out on Facebook. And um, you can do all that. I mean, I think it's really important that we have all that and that we educate everybody on that. So thank you so much, both of you, for being here today. And to you, I wanted to ask you if there's anything more that you'd like to add to the show today before we end. Yeah, yeah, I don't know where to go. There's so much. (laughs) I hate to to keep harping on the same subject. You know, the subject gets old after a while. You know what? You can never... You can never too t- talk too much about something that is really harmful to the body and to the planet. Um, That's I think true. It's really, That's true. I think it's I think it's really important that we let people know um, the things that are going on. Um, yeah. And again, I want to thank you so much for being here today. And hey, uh, we're going to end our show today with um, a song. I want to. Um, um, it's really nothing to really do with fluoride and all that. Well, maybe it could be, but yeah, I want to dedicate it to, I, I had heard just right before we got on the air that um, a very close friend of mine um, passed away, and I was telling Ivan that, so it's been kind of like one of those moments where you're just trying to do, this, what's, this is what it is, you have to be really strong and carry on, right? So I want to dedicate this one song to her and also want to thank everyone out there for listening and I want to make sure everybody out there knows that there is you can never know too much information um there's always something out there to learn and um Ivan is a pure example of that and it's really interesting how you talked about the third eye and the um spiritual aspect of it because that's really important um I I know just from my own my own spiritual you know path that I'm on how mm-hmm. much it it really is it encompasses everything and you know if we feel crappy and we're not taking care of ourselves and we're not educating ourselves properly on everything then you know there are ways to make yourself feel better and that's you know spiritually and you know watch your food that you're eating and also, you know, what's in your water, um, that's important because, you know, we all, I mean, I'm a water person. I'm totally a water person and love water. And uh, this has really given me some really important information, I'm sure, also to a lot of people that were listening out there as well about what it might be doing to our bodies, um, you know, with uh, our thyroid and our kidneys, especially the kidneys, what you talked about, that's really important mm-hmm. to a lot of people out there. So mm-hmm. I want to thank you so much, Ivan, for being here today. Well, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. No, and, and I would like to have you back because I know that, that you're not done with anything um, besides just the um, indie um, project that you're working on. Is there anything else you're currently working on that you want to maybe let us know about that we can look for? 
offline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to yeah, thank you Yeah, we're working on some, some good stuff for a lot of people. Oh, very cool. Well, yeah. then, are you going to share it with us later? Will you be a guest back on our show again? We'd love to have you back. Absolutely, absolutely. I would love to. Love and again, I want to thank everyone for taking so much time out of their day. And again, if you missed the beginning, you can listen to it again on iTunes. It will be a featured show within about 20 minutes afterwards on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. And with that, we're going to end the show. And thank you so much, Ivan, for being here today. Thank you, Holly. Thanks for what you're doing. You're very, very welcome. Yeah, no, I mean, being aware being aware, is the most important thing. And doing something it. about it is the next thing, right? Awareness so, is key. Yep. So thank you so much. And, uh, again, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, they can get in touch with you through fluoridprotection.org. They can get in touch with you on Facebook and also with Help your information that you gave out. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Alrighty. Great. Have a good one. Thanks, okay. Holly. You too. Bye, guys. Here you Bye-bye. guys go. You've been listening to Red Velvet Media with Holly Steffi. Thanks for listening, and tune in again next time.
tears from the storm, my tears from the storm. On and on and on the rain will say how fragile we are, how fragile we are. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.